culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly for more hot takes. Go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach because I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. Or at least I've been trying. It's been a long, long, long month or long start to 2021, as many of you guys know. Um, if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, then you can give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram or join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. Oh, it feels so good to be back. I have to say this has been such a draining few weeks. Thank you for the love and support that you guys have all sent after the passing of my grandmother. Like I have to say after having COVID and then dealing with then then fighting COVID while dealing with the stress of having my grandmother in the hospital and trying to take care of my grandfather and then, you know, uh, abruptly losing my grandmother, like the stress of that and the toll that it takes on your body and your heart. It just, it's a lot. And I am grateful for your patience and for your support and for your love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Now let's get into so much juicy tea, which we will be breaking down. We'll be breaking down uh, Tom and Erica Girardi update, the Kimye split update. We'll be talking about all the things Madison from Southern Charm. And then I'm thinking of doing, I was originally thinking of doing like a, a recap of the Marilyn Manson scandal and the Army Hammer scandal. But I'm thinking maybe I'll do like some deep dives because I was doing some research into the Marilyn Manson scandal this morning. And there's so much in there. And I've been going through like old interviews with Rose McGowan, old interviews with um, his other ex, Dita Von Teese. So uh, there are so many pieces to this scandal. And I don't know if trying to condense them all into one episode is necessarily the best way to do it. So I think I'm going to do mini deep dives into these scandals. Well, at least I'm definitely going to do one into the Marilyn Manson scandal, which again is really dark. There are so many pieces and I still have so many questions, but um, I was thinking of doing a deep dive into that. I don't know if I I was thinking about doing army hammer as well, maybe a deep dive or maybe just uh, an update or, you know, some, some breaking news into all of the claims against him that I might do in a future episode. Let me know if you're interested in an Army Hammer deep dive. Or if you're even interested in Marilyn Manson deep dive, you might not even care. 
because it's not technically Bravo or reality TV, but I mean, it is really pop culture and juicy and scandalous. So expect that. If you have not done so yet, I hope you've watched, I hope you've had a chance to watch the season five premiere of Summer House because <clears throat> you may have recognized somebody in the season five premiere of Summer House doing what I do best. I, or the show, hashtag no filter with Zach Peter, made a little cameo in the season five premiere, sparking up some drama between Lindsay and Hannah. I interviewed Hannah back in November, 2019. She had a lot to say about Lindsay, which was featured in the show, in the premiere, which was kind of nice to see, you know, my face all up in it. Um, but there was a lot more that Lindsay, or sorry, that Hannah did have to say about Lindsay. So I suggest you go and listen to that interview with Hannah Burner from November 2019. It's really juicy. It's really good. She also had a lot to say about like Kyle and Carl. So it, it was a good, juicy interview. And Hannah was definitely unfiltered. And I may be talking to Hannah again very soon. So stay tuned for that. Wink, wink. Um... I usually don't like to do that because, as you know, I like hinted that I was supposed to have Tom Sandoval on my podcast back in December, and that still hasn't happened because of scheduling issues. So I hate to like hint when I have guests unless I've actually like taped with them and I'm like, this is coming out next week. But that may or may not be happening soon. So why don't we start with, let's start with Tom and Erica, because there's a lot of stuff that's happened since we've last chatted. So let's, okay, so let's start with the fact that Tom Girardi has been forced into bankruptcy. He's had to file Chapter 7 right after um, his brother, Robert Girardi, ended up becoming his conservator, like Britney Spears. And I don't think anybody's really fighting to see to say hashtag free Tom. Like at this point, everybody's like hashtag long, lock him up. Clink, clink, bitch. So um, his brother is claiming that he couldn't fully comprehend the nature of the proceedings. Therefore, he needs to be under conservatorship because um, his brother is just, he's claiming he's not all there. But I'm just like, well, what does that mean? You don't fully comprehend the nature of the proceedings. That probably just means he's in denial. That's really what that sounds like when you put it in that sort of wording. It's like, uh, duh, of course he doesn't want to comprehend it because uh, he's gotten away with it for so long that he can't comprehend that he's finally gotten caught. Again, in the words of Kim D, clink, clink, bitch. It's just like, what did you expect? You've been shady for so many years, allegedly. So like, what did you think was going to happen? Did you really think that you were not going to get caught? Did you think that you were just going to be able to get away with all of this for so long? Because like, surprise, here we are, Tom Girardi. You were about to lose your job. What? What? Your job. Which brings me to Ronald Richards on the Twitter. And Ronald Richards says that Tom Girardi has yet to lose his job. Apparently, Tom still has a license to practice law. So I'm just like, WTF is going on here. No wonder he was able to get away with this for so long because as of right now, he can technically still claim a retainer and, or, and like take on clients. I mean, he doesn't really have a law firm anymore because Girardi Keys is kind of like circling the drain at this point. But like, his license is still active. Not that he's practicing, but he could if he wanted to. And so the fact that I don't know what the proceedings are to have a lawyer disbarred. I assume it's a very long process, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like I feel like his license should have been inactive a long, long time ago. But so Ronald Richards had a lot more 
to say there was also apparently a burglary after Tom Girardi. So according to Law 360, they reported that somebody broke into Tom and Erica's home in Pasadena. They're very expensive little mansion out in Pasadena, California. Somebody apparently burglarized it, which Ronald Richards, which if you're not following him on Twitter, I highly recommend. He's like, BS, that's not the case. This is another delaying tactic by saying that just like Tom, when they said that Tom was incompetent, he had pretend amnesia all of a sudden. Um, he's saying that this is just another tactic because it's like, whoa, what a quinky dink. You happen to get evicted from your home. You have to file for bankruptcy. You have you now have a conservator. You have a trustee that has to liquidate all of your assets and start to break everything up to pay off all of these people that you've been doing some alleged shady, shady dealings with for so long. And like... Uh, now all of a sudden somebody happens to break into your house and we don't know what the value of what they stolen actually was. Like apparently that's still TBD up in the air. We don't know what they stole exactly. We don't know the full value of what they stole exactly. I mean, it was like, you know, Erica Jane hired a hitman and she's like, go steal my rings because I'm not giving them up. That's obviously not true. I can't say that that's true, but that would be really funny if that were the case and Erica Jane was behind it. So there are a lot of different theories as to like what actually happened here. Was it a random hit, which we know happens with a lot of, I mean, mostly it's not Pasadena homes that really get hit though. It's more of like the Beverly Hills homes and like the celebrity homes that are getting hit and not too many celebrities are living in Pasadena, TBH. Pasadena is like a lot of just old money, gorgeous, big, beautiful estates and homes. Not really too many celebs living out there. I'm, actually not sure why or it's more of like older celebs like not like um talent celebs but more of like uh I would assume like producers and directors and like wealthy men that are a lot older that are like let's go to Pasadena and settle down which makes sense why Tom Girardi was living in Pasadena um but so yeah home got broken into don't know what was stolen don't know what value again what a dink. Mm, wink wink um, Ra- Ronald also claims that since Erica is currently the only one making money, that it's very likely that in the divorce, she may end up actually paying Tom spousal support because she's the only spouse with an actual income. So it looks like that like turned on her real quickly. That did a real quick 360 and not in the way she likes Scooter Braun to do a real quick 360 on her. Um, apparently since she's the only one that's actually technically working right now. I mean, but divorce is like so far down the line. This is not something that's actually going to happen within, I would predict the next two years because they have to settle all the bankruptcy stuff first. They have to divide all of the assets. Like all of that stuff needs to happen before we can even talk divorce. But he's speculating that's probably a very real thing that could happen very uh, soon into the or in the divorce settlement. Now, there is one Real Housewife of Beverly Hills member that is coming to her defense, and that is Dorit. Dorit Kemsley. And I love Dorit. I love me some Dorit. I raved about her last season. I've raved about her since the very beginning. I think Dorit can do no wrong in my eyes. I love me some Dorit Kemsley. But so Dorit responded. She's like, Mm-mm. clap back at Ronald Richards and she came to his defense and and is accusing him of bullying Erica at this point by saying that Erica is innocent until proven guilty and at this point he's really just being a Twitter troll and he's quote unquote bullying Erica and I like I get what she's saying like Tom Gerard like this looks really bad for Tom I've always kind of been on the side of caution with Erica because I'm like and I've always said this I think she turned the other cheek I think she knew her husband was shady but she's like let me keep my head in the sand let me make sure my glam is paid for I don't want to know 
you do you. I'm just going to stay over here and mind my business. And whether you're shady, whether you're ripping people off, I don't want to know. Because it's like at the end of the day, I think you have instincts. Whether you choose to listen to them or not is a different story. But I just think she knew something was up. I don't think she knew to the extent or maybe she did know to the extent, but she just thought her husband was so powerful or he assured her that he was so powerful that there wasn't a need to actually keep anything in check because he thought he was going to be, he thought he was going to continue to make it through, which he did for so long. He got away with so much of this crap for so many years that it's like for decades at this point that it's like, yeah, of course he didn't think he was actually going to get caught. Yeah. No wonder why he needed a conservator to come in to get him to grasp the reality because he could not comprehend the nature of the proceedings. Yeah. Homie, you're going down. You're going down. Like Jeffrey Epstein went down. Well, maybe not like that. Cause nobody wants to go down like that. Nobody wants to get like fake murdered in prison allegedly. Um, but let's see. Okay. We can also talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, there were some reports that came out over the past few days that are claiming, or I guess actually not reports, but Garcelle herself is actually kind of hinting at the fact that she's the target of the new, uh, she's the target of the ladies this season, which my sources are claiming that that's actually not true. And there's a lot of drama. There are a lot of tiffs, but there's no one real target. It's not going to be like an LVP situation where all the girls turned on her and she quit or an all on all on Denise sort of situation and then she quit apparently uh, Garcelle does seem to be at the center of some of the drama towards the end of the season they just took their cast trip to San Diego what a luxurious destination obviously you know we can't be doing too much luxury travel especially with like the restrictions traveling to like Europe and stuff but I mean you know they went to the very luxurious island of San Diego so we'll see what San Diego brings for the ladies of Beverly Hills. Okay, and that's all I have for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for you guys. Hopefully there will be more tea. Let me know what you think. Are you? Do you think that it is good of the ladies? From what I hear, they're all standing by... Um, they're all standing by Erica. Nobody's really turned on her as of yet. But again, it's like it's her friend. So you would kind of expect people to be on her side. It's like, think about it. If one of your friends was married to some dude and he was really powerful and had a lot of money and then you realize that he was really shady and your friend's still kind of coming to you and crying on your shoulder and being like, oh my God, I didn't know any of this. This is crazy. You would kind of want to believe your friend. So I understand why they're standing by her. Whereas it's a lot easier for us to cast stones from our couches because we're kind of seeing it all unfolds and play out on social media and in the news and we have people like like Ronald who are out there and they're just like yeah she's going down and like I get it like I get it it's we're not close to it so we don't know what her side is she's not really coming out I don't love her social media posts I've said that repeatedly I don't love her social media posts because it's very distasteful and it, it just feels like she doesn't give a damn about any of the victims so it's not looking good for you, Miss Erica Jane. You're if you don't end up going to prison or jail, I think you'll definitely um definitely have your reputation hurt very, very badly. All right, let's move on to Kim Ye. Kim Kardashian West and Mr. Kanye West. Kanye is living in Wyoming. Kim Kardashian is still in Calabasas. That was the whole Jeffree Star scandal, which we now know is not true because the TikToker that was looking toilets that brought up the rumor said, oh yeah, just kidding. JK, you guys, I didn't actually do that. Uh, or that didn't actually happen. I made it all up because haha jokes on you. And then I'm like, haha, no girl jokes on you because you already licked a toilet bowl and now nobody cares about anything you have to say. And I wasn't following you before, but now I'm going to double unfollow you. 
for ruining up my newsfeed and, and getting my hopes up over something that I wish was true, but it just was not, unfortunately. So as I predicted several times, and I'm very, like at this point, I think I may be like a clairvoyant, a psychic. I don't know. Maybe I have like just some sort of ability because all of my predictions happen to come true and I will put money on it. And as I said, prior to it even being an, uh, well, yeah, I think I did say that. Um, I think I did predict this before we even found out that we were getting a quote unquote final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And before the divorce really kind of came to fruition and now we're in this place where like we're all like just waiting for her to file um i said that that a kimye divorce was likely going to be the storyline of a final season of keeping up with the kardashians and oh here we go what another coinky dink did somebody just burglarize tom girardi's house again oh yeah kim and kanye's divorce is alleged is apparently going to be the main storyline that will be followed in the final season of keeping up with the kardashians look at that there is a lot of predictions that come true under these blonde locks, because I called it. Also, apparently, according to TMZ, Kanye West has moved all of his sneakers. He had a big, massive sneaker collection in a big closet in their Calabasas home, and he's moved it out of Calabasas, and he's moving them to Wyoming so that they can, he can be closer to his real one true love, and that's his sneaker collection. Um, and Kim Kardashian's very excited because now she's going to turn it into a Skims, um, like, closet with all of her skims collection and then so tmz said that that happened and then the mirror's like hold up wait a minute we got an update too and it apparently according to our sources has nothing to do with their divorce they just happen to be living separately and not having sex and i'm just like okay so what you're just gonna tell me that they're they're totally you know they're totally cool with each other they just don't live together don't really talk to each other don't really see each other aren't boning each other and they're just what one big happy married family like that doesn't make any sense. This is like marriage story all over again on like Netflix. Here's another show for you. So you better pick it up and and get, and get this and make a Wendy Williams biopic out of the Kimye divorce scandal. I actually wouldn't be surprised if there was like a lifetime sort of biopic that they would do on Kim and Kanye and kind of their relationship and where it started and all the way until where we are right now. But apparently nothing is really happening with their divorce. They're happy living separately. They're happy not really seeing or talking to each other. He's happy in Wyoming. She's happy in Calabasas. I don't think they're really in love anymore. I think there's a love and appreciation that they have for each other. But I think at this point, there's just the marriage is just not it's not working out and it's not happening. And you know what? It doesn't have to. Sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes relationships don't work out. I think Kim gave a lot to this relationship, and now it's time for her to sail off into the sunset and go and date Van Jones. Well, actually, he's a little weird for her to be dating, but um, I don't know. Who could I see Kim Kardashian dating? Maybe she can go back to Ray J. I mean, he really put her career on the map, and maybe she could throw him a bone. Okay, let's talk about Madison LaCroix. I feel like, you know, a lot of um, a lot of men have been drinking her like an actual LaCroix sparkling water. Um, okay, so Madison LaCroix. So the Southern Charm reunion just aired. And Craig and Austin are claiming that she uh, keeps she does she doesn't she needs to close her legs to married men. Apparently she is sleeping and talking to married men and taken men. And most notably the one that was bleeped from the reunion is allegedly former MLB player, Alex Rodriguez, AKA a rod, AKA J Lo's fiance, AKA Jennifer Lopez's love toy. 
Okay. So Madison is claiming that she has never actually met him, never actually physically been around him. Um, but he, but so he has liked a series of her photos on Instagram. Um, but she's saying, no, hold up. Wait a minute. I never hit it because I would never quit it. But the only time we ever talked was on the phone. And Danny is claiming that, yes, it was on the phone, but it was a FaceTime. So they had some sort of communication. And I think it started like as a slide into the DMs and it kind of progressed from there and they FaceTimed and I'm sure it was flirty. I'm sure they weren't just talking about like, you know, what, who they thought was going to win the Super Bowl. I'm sure that wasn't, uh, first of all, did anybody even watch the Super Bowl? Because like, really the weekend that's what i think the super bowl is this is the halftime show but anyway i digress um so jlo and arod have stayed quiet amongst the whole scandal they haven't said anything they were a united front at the super bowl apparently according to sources jlo's like please i don't know her she was pulling mariah care and she's like i don't know her um however i have sources that claim that one a-Rod is quite the man with the ladies and allegedly is a fan of the hookers. He loves the hookers. He loves the ladies. He loves to be a little flirt, which is why you hear all of these things like on Demois, where you hear that J-Lo has all of these strict rules where all of these women are not allowed to be around him and they can't make eye contact and they have all these like strict rules that they have when she's in the room and around him and she tries to limit his access to women. However... My sources claim that J-Lo is, one, not shy to an open arrangement, and two, they have an open arrangement. But it's very, don't ask, don't tell, don't do it in front of me, which, again, why you hear about all these, all these strict rules and stuff when it's around J-Lo. But apparently, he's quite the ladies' man. He gets around. He has his fun. He dabbles on whatever boundaries they have within their open arrangement. And as long as he doesn't embarrass her, as long as he doesn't get her... um involved in any of it as long as she doesn't have to know about it he's free to do whatever he wants because she understands you know he's a man and he has his needs quote-unquote his needs which i always think is gross when we say oh men have their needs and they can just like "Mm, spread their seed all over (laughs) i think that's freaking gross and like we don't need to refer to men not wanting to be faithful by saying they just need to spread their seed and you know he's just a ladies man but so a lot of people are like, no, there's no way JLo and him have an open relationship. There's just no way JLo would never subject herself to that. But then it's like, if you think about it, remember Casper or his name is Casper, right? The little one. He was caught cheating on her. And he, you know, remember those whole story with him and the trans woman. Like he was quote unquote cheating. But I'm thinking, I'm like, well, maybe he wasn't actually cheating. Maybe he was allowed to. He just happened to get to get caught in a situation where the media ended up finding out about it and oopsie whoopsie, he got caught. But he was, I think, probably allowed because they still had an off and on relationship and they were still friendly and they were still together-ish after all of that scandal broke. So I think I, I think she's actually, I kind of believe that she's open to that sort of arrangement. I think I think a lot of people are just like, oh, well, you know, when you have somebody like J-Lu who's so gorgeous, like why would you even need to cheat on, why would you even need to cheat on her? But it's like when you think about it, especially guys that cheat, they're cheating with like, you know, these hookers that like have some bad hair extensions or they're cheating with, you know, these thirsty Instagram chicks. Like they're not doing it because... What they have at home isn't good enough. They're not doing it because they want somebody hotter. They often go lower than whoever they're currently in a relationship with. And it's more about power. It's more about 
sex drive and like the need to dominate and have all of these other partners. Like it's less about finding something better than what you have at home, but more about needing to be free to explore all of your options is really why people step out. And I think people don't realize how common in Hollywood or especially just in LA, how common it is to have open relationships. I know people that have had open relationships. I've never had an open relationship. I'm not necessarily entirely against it, but like it's very common here in LA for people to have open relationships, to have arrangements, to be able to like, I was literally just discussing one the other night with somebody about their marriage and how it's open and the reason it's open is because one person has a higher sex drive and the other person doesn't and as long as they know that they come home to them at night that's where the love is and so the partner their partner is allowed to sleep around and then come home and make dinner and like you know keep the household together and so like it's it's very common very very common here in LA so i really would not be too surprised. But anyway, so celebrity hairstylist Justin Anderson, he's chimed in and he posted to his Instagram stories and he's BFFs. He's best friends with Kristen Cavallari. Kristen Cavallari was on Laguna Beach. She was on The Hills and then she had Barry Cavallari on E. Kristen Cavallari was married to Jay Cutler and she's apparently still friends with Jay Cutler because remember she posted on her Instagram and she's like 10 years strong. Nobody can break us. Boom. Shade at Madison. So Jay Cutler, her ex-husband, was also linked to Madison because apparently he slid into her DMs, which also came up on the Southern Charm reunion. And apparently the, the two of them had some sort of brief encounter, possibly boom, boom in the bedroom. We don't actually know what happened between them, but they definitely had a little fling of Ding, ding. Now, Justin Anderson is saying that many people have reached out to him with stories of Madison out with other taken men, some of them in relationships like A-Rod, some of them married. But apparently, according to the people that have reached out to him and what he posted on Instagram stories, and he's like, I don't want to be a part of this, but let me post more about it. But I don't want to be a part of this. But like, here's another little inside thing about it. Um, so allegedly, she has a reputation for, you know, going into men that are, are like doing stuff and flirting with men that happen to be in relationships, whether that's true or not. I don't know, but apparently she has a reputation for that. Craig said it. Austin said it. Justin Anderson is now claiming that that's the case as well. Um, Danny, I guess, kind of confirmed it because she confirmed that there was a FaceTime with A-Rod. Um, so I don't know. But then Justin also a few days later posted a video of him working out with Kristen Cavallari, his BFF, and they were working out to J-Lo. They had the J-Lo music in the back and they were doing a little, I don't know, they do like these hit trainings that they're always posting about. And apparently some people were saying, oh, it was a dig at Madison because it was a J-Lo song and now Madison's caught up in all this drama with J-Lo and A-Rod. And then Kristen came out and she's like, y'all need to calm down because I'm not trying to do this and F you tabloids and blah, blah, blah. And she was like trying to distance herself and trying to be like, I wasn't trying to shade anybody even though we all know it was a little shady. And I think Justin Anderson knew that it was a little shady. And I think he knew what he was doing. And then Madison responded and she posted a pic of her bestie on her Instagram with the caption, my bestie is better than your bestie. And I said it before and I'll say it now. I think Madison is thirsty. Somebody hand this girl a can of LaCroix because Madison LaCroix is thirsty. And so is Justin Anderson. Like, let's be real. He knows what he's doing. He's having fun with it. I think he enjoys the attention. I like Justin Anderson. I think he's funny and I think he's a little shady and I think he knows what he's doing. And that's what I got to say about that. Ugh. If you see, if you, if you're looking at my shirt right now, 
for anybody that's watching this on the YouTube. My shirt says, uh, save water, drink vodka. And it's with my new um, collaboration with Balls Vodka. And it's going to be coming out very soon. And it's some very tasty vodka if you're in the tri-state New York area. The merch is going to be coming out so you too can have Save Water Drink Vodka, Save Water Drink Vodka shirts and um, a hoodie and there's going to be a beanie and all that good stuff. So stay tuned. Get yourself some Balls Vodka. Maybe we'll do like happy. I'm thinking maybe we should do like happy hours on the show um, or on Instagram Live or like I'll go on Instagram Live after like one of the Bravo shows has aired. Maybe after like the Salt Lake City reunion or whatever show you guys are really watching that you want. Maybe Summer House. Um and we'll just do like a watch party. We'll have a cocktail. We'll drink. We'll like dish. Maybe some of you can join me live and we can just like chat. But I think I think that might be fun. Let's let's we'll take a vote and see which Bravo show that's currently on the air, what we want to do. We'll plan it out and then we'll like make it a thing. I was also really wanting to watch the Wendy Williams biopic and documentary. And apparently the Britney Spears documentary is also really good. So I think I may want to watch those. And maybe we'll do like a, a recap episode or an Instagram live post watching it will like set aside a time. Let me know what you think of those ideas. Um, stay tuned. Be sure to follow me at Justline Zach. Be sure to follow at no filter with Zach because you're going to want to stay up to date. Be sure to join the private Facebook group because the link is in the description below. And a lot of people are asking if anybody can join the private Facebook group. Anybody can join the private Facebook group. It's private because it's just for all of us reality TV junkies. All right. So we're going to go and we're going to enjoy more of this tea and we're going to spill more of this tea. And this Wednesday, I'll do my Marilyn Manson episode. Let me know if you want an Army Hammer episode or if there are any other really big scandals that you want to deep dive into. And I will do a full deep. Maybe we'll do a free Britney deep dive. I'm not really into Britney Spears. I used to like I liked the little hit me baby one more time era. I don't know. TBD. Let me know what you think. And we will go from there. But thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Please subscribe. Please leave me a five star review five-star rating and review would mean so much if you're watching this on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Zach. Please subscribe. I'd love it. Leave a comment with your thoughts. Let me know what you think. I'm always responding to the DMs and I will talk to you guys later this week. All right. Ciao for now. Bye.